Welcome to the Figure Fit Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Nearswicki, international best-selling author of the book, Happy Healthy Fit, founder and owner of Solace Yoga Studio, Solace Yoga School, and Figure Fit, the worldwide online personal training program. I'm a single mom, paleo fit score female champion for 2014, I am a self and soul love expert, entrepreneur at heart, a visionary and a futurist. I'm also a mentor. I am so grateful that you are here. Each week, I'll bring you a special guest or an inspirational tip that will help you break old patterns, find that inner motivation that will help you take action towards creating the life of your dreams. You didn't come here to play small and watch others live amazing lives. No, you are divine, my godly friend. The universe wants to shower you with an amazing life filled with happiness and soulful connections. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Figure Fit Podcast, where we discuss fitness, paleo nutrition, yoga, meditation, spirituality, and other ways to have a happy, peaceful, and abundant life. And here's your host, Liz Nearswicki. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. How are you? Welcome back to another episode of the Figure Fit Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. You guys, welcome back. I am excited to be here. I have been going through a lot of new changes in my life, and um, I know you've been keeping up with this journey, and so I'm really happy to be back with you. I'm kind of settling into a new normal, and um, it's just taken me some time to really situate everything in my life and put put everything in its place, and um, I'm now waking up at different times, going to bed earlier, and just things really needed to change for me. And I'm finally finding my new normal, which is fantastic. And... Um, which is really great because actually I've, I took a big pause on a lot of things in my life to really determine the direction I was going with figure fit also with the new podcast heavenly mind and how I want to move forward because I have a tendency to do a lot of things at once, sometimes too many things at once. And, um, as an entrepreneur and also the owner of the business and the CEO of operations, you know, the chief executive officer and then operations, um, it's important that I don't get the roles crossed and that um, if I'm going to be in entrepreneurship mode and creation mode, that then I have people to run the ship and I can't do both. I've really learned that the hard way. And so um, for me, it was really kind of a matter of um, reassessing everything and pulling back and looking at the direction I was heading and what exactly I do want to do, what I want to speak, what I want to teach, where I want to go with my strategic direction. What are my passions? My passions are serving you, serving my clients, helping people be better. And my zone of genius is in mindset, it's in health and fitness, it's in yoga, and it's also in entrepreneurship. So that's a pretty big scale there, you know. So um, when I had my yoga studio, I was doing that, but then I wanted to really focus on the health and fitness, my nutrition science, and then the um, weightlifting and everything that I knew in terms of anaerobic training, high intense interval training, and that's totally not yoga at all, you know. And so I was teaching yoga and the path of yoga for 
quite a long time before I opened and started this online business, Figure Fit. And and really, it was kind of I felt split, but it but it was all me anyways. So it was just me, right? But I was split in two. And now it's really a matter of, um, you know, I branded myself through my own personal website, although Figure Fit has its own site within my site. And it's still kind of separated, but it's all still under the same roof. Figure fit, you know, um, is kind of all things body and nutrition. And then heavenly mind is all things mindset and really keeping the upstairs focused. And it all goes together. It really does. And it's all mind, body and soul and spirit. And we're all one being. Um, and it all goes together. So um, I'm still going to have the Heavenly Mind podcast and I'm still going to have the Figure Fit podcast. And my focus here is creation of programs that can help you, that can serve you, that can, they're going to be on um, different topics such as nutrition science, because that is where I totally geek out. Because when I have something that is going on, you know, my son was like, mom, you should have been a doctor. Because he's like, whenever there's anything wrong, I can come to you and you know exactly how to fix it. And and it's true. I've been studying medicine since 1997. I've been tr- studying, um, not, not medicine per se, but, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, prevention. Yeah, prevention. So nutrition science, psychology, um, really nutrition science is everything. It's everything, you guys. And researchers and scientists have really figured out that it is everything, that our gut microbiome is everything. So what we're putting in our bodies absolutely determines the state of our health. What we put on our bodies, our skincare products, our lipstick, our clothing, the the chemicals and additives and dyes in our fabric softener or our laundry detergent, what we're washing our hands with, every single thing that we're putting in or on, on our body is what is determining our health and our environment what we're pouring into our brain, who we're associating with. So this has been what I've been studying for almost two decades, since 1997. Yes, two decades. Oh my gosh, I just feel really old all of a sudden. (laughs) So it's going to continue coming forward to you um, through this Figure Fit podcast and then through the Heavenly Mind podcast and then through e-courses. So just stay on my newsletter list and, you know, when a new thing's new thing comes out that you're interested in, sign up for it. Um, That's it. And then stay on the podcast and stay up to date with these podcasts so that you can keep learning. So today I'm going to bring something to you that's very, very modern, very every day and every single person in your life is going to be touched by this. And so this is really important information for you to know. Now, today I'm talking about two very common things in your world that you're going to be seeing all of the time. People you love are going to be eating this. People you love are going to be drinking this. Now, these are two foods that are causing massive health deterioration in our environment in our country, in the United States, in your family. And what are they? They are alcohol and sugar. Now, a couple months back, I really started researching the effects of alcohol because I told you guys that for a while, I was having a little bit too much alcohol. Um, I know that I was turning to it during a really stressful time and I knew that I needed to quit and I did. And, and it was just, it wasn't like I was drinking every day, but I knew that I was 
you know, turning to alcohol when I was stressed out. And I was like, "Eh, I really got to not buy this anymore and get it out of my house. And so um, the one of the major things that I noticed was my mindset that I that I wasn't able to focus as well that my meditations were not like they once were. And that was the biggest red flag for me is that the first thing that went for me was my mindset. And that was, you know, a red flag enough that I was like, "Mm, this is not I already we already know that alcohol is not good. Now see, but the, the thing is, we're, we're often told that it's okay to have a gla- glass of red wine. And some doctors tell their patients every day to have one. And that, my friends, is not a good prescription from your medical doctor. Um, because it is absolutely affecting your mental clarity, your mental health, it is affecting your body, and it is massively and drastically affecting your liver. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. Um, So today, hunker down, get comfortable, and start thinking about some of the ways that you need to change your lifestyle. So for those of you who are in my figure fit community and on the figure fit program or have done some of my online e-courses, you know that I am a massive proponent for changing up your daily habits and finding one little thing that you're doing on a daily basis and stopping stopping that thing and doing something different because we are creatures of habit. And if we don't start to change up our daily habits, we get into these routines that become who we are. And it is so important. I have quit coffee. I've started coffee. I've quit coffee. I've started coffee. I've worked out. I have done um, my figure fit workouts are a staple, but in the off days, I have done more weightlifting. In the off days, I have done yoga only. I have done CrossFit, I have done um, high intense interval training on those days, sprinting, Tabata training, um, walking, walking my dog, jogging, sprinting. So it is very, very important for you to always be changing things up. Never live the same day twice. That's not what we're here for. Okay, I'm not going to get super spiritual on this podcast. I'm going to keep it very science-based, but my super spiritual podcast is the Heavenly Mind Podcast, so I invite you to check that out. Now, okay, we're going to talk about um, liver damage that is being caused by this massive desire to drink, the massive um, exploitation of alcohol, the massive amounts of college students who are drinking, binge drinking at college parties. And you guys, this is destroying your liver. And for the people who are young, 25 to 34 years old has seen the greatest increase in liver damage. All right, so let's dive in for today. Now, I've been doing a lot of research on this. Now, according to the American Cancer Society, uh, liver cancer affects an estimated of around 41,000 Americans each year. And this is a rising number. Between 2000 and 2016, the annual death toll from liver cancer rose by 43% for men and 40% for women, killing more than 11,000 people in 2016. Globally, the liver cancer hepatocellular carcinoma 
it's called HCC, is the second leading cause of cancer death due to the high prevalence and difficulty of treatment. Researchers have warned that by 2030, the global rate of liver cancer is going to double, affecting upwards of 1.2 million people. Other liver, liver, that's a tough one to say, other liver, <laughs> liver related diseases such as cirrhosis and non-alcohol fatty liver disease, and that one is acronym is NAFLD, are also becoming more prevalent. Between 2001 and 2013, the number of diagnosed cirrhosis cases nearly doubled and deaths from cirrhosis increased by 65% between 1999 and 2016. Now, see, for me, I look at this and I understand it because I went to a college where people were massively binge drinking. So when I see those numbers really low um, for young, the younger generation of people between the ages of 24 to 34 getting cirrhosis um, and having liver disease, I get it because I've seen it firsthand. I saw this at the parties and I thought it was the craziest thing. I did not partake. I didn't like it. I've never, ever liked to be drunk. I don't like to be have my body out of, I like to be in control of my body. So I witnessed this and this is something that parents, um, you know, you got to be sure of that what's going on with your kids, understanding um, anybody who teens or even yourself, your environment, what are you doing at your barbecues? What are you doing for your summer um, campground plans or whatever you might be doing for fun? Does your fun revolve around drinking? Okay, my goal here at Figure Fit and um, listenerswiki.com is to change what we are doing for fun. Play needs to be play again. Play does not need to be around a table, eating a bunch of food, scarfing our f- faces with candies and cookies and cupcakes and all the stuff that is making our country miserable. Do I like to eat that stuff? Yes, I do. But do I like to sit around and binge and have my party revolve around a table? Um, Gross. No, that's not fun. On a podcast earlier, um, you know, months back, I mentioned that when I do go to family get-togethers now, I like to have some food at the meal and then go play with the kids because the kids got it right. They're out playing. They're out having fun time. They're not sitting around drinking and eating and getting fat and ruining their liver and ruining their insulin and their their entire body because that's all they're doing. Like. We eat because we're hungry. We eat because our body needs it. We eat because we've earned it. We don't just sit and eat because we're bored or for what most people do is they just are stuffing their faces because they don't know what to say to the people in front of them. <laughs> there's like the the connection is around food, but there's no real connection. So, you know, I... We just want to invite you to be a witness for change, to be a proponent for change. Get the food out, you know, at the meal, but put the food away and be like, all right, we're going to now do this instead, or we're going to do this. We're going to play these games and not let the food linger all day. Um, I, I really think that this is a massive step in the right direction, and we need to take charge and we need to start changing the way we have these parties and we show up because A, the food just sits out and it gets gross and flies are all over it and ew. And 
<laughs> and B, foods left out for long periods of time are starting to get um, food poisoning. I learned in college that anything, any set, sort of meat that is left out for longer than three hours is bad. Left at room temperature longer than three hours is bad. It's gone bad. You should not eat it. I've been to cookouts where people, the food is there all day from 1 until 10 p.m. and somebody will grab a burger and they're going to eat it. And it's like, oh. I just kind of throw up in my mouth a little bit. So, um, yes, this stuff needs to absolutely change. This information needs to get out there. Um, it really is revolving around food, sugars, and alcohol, and this does need to change. Okay, so let's climb on back to some of this, um, the problem that alcohol is causing in the liver and also sugars, but I'm going to touch upon alcohol first. So cirrhosis is a liver disease. It's a disease of the liver that's characterized by increase of connective tissue and alteration in gross and microscopic makeup. Now, cirrhosis according to researchers, the rise in cirrhosis mortality is entirely driven by excessive alcohol consumption in young adults. While historically alcohol-related liver cirrhosis has been regarded as a condition that usually develops after two to three decades of heavy drinking, these newer statistics are showing that it does not take that long at all. And it is now occurring and killing 20 and 30-year-olds. In the 25 to 34 age group, death from alcohol-related liver disease nearly tripled between 1999 and 2016. This increase parallels statistics showing a rise in binge drinking between 2002 and 2012. And I mentioned that when I was in college, I saw this quite regularly. You know, I went to Indiana University, and I'm not sure how it is now, but when I was there, it was in 2000, um, 1997 through 2000. I did my first year um, here locally, and the binge drinking was crazy. I saw this when I actually had a boyfriend who was in a fraternity, and there were, you know, keg stands and... Um, I don't even know what they call it, shotgunning, beer bongs and things like that. And that was something that was like, hey, yeah, come on, buddy. Let me smack you on the back. And let's do it. And it was just ridiculous. Um, now, I want to touch upon this as a behavior characteristic and what this is going to do to somebody's mental state and habit formation long term. These people are not, when they're doing this kind of stuff, they are A, um, patterning their body for um, this type of, you know, reset. Like it's not a reset; it's totally obliterating your your body, your cells, your mindset. Um, but they're turning to this kind of stuff as a way to release stress, and um, it's it's forming a habit in their body and mind and in their cellular body as well. So later on, when these people get into the work world, what are they going to do? They're going to go and turn to the alcohol for comfort at the end of the day. Instead of turning to exercise at the end of the day for stress relief, they're turning to something that is destroying them at the end of the day for stress relief. And I want to just point out that that there's so many, I know that this is a big topic and there's so many people out there who, who still are going to have a glass of wine and some people are like, I'm not going to give it up. Okay, well, fine, don't give it up, but 
be aware and be cognizant of when and how much you do it. So let's say you're having a glass of wine or a beer um, every day right now. You need to change. You absolutely need to change. You absolutely need to find new ways to stress relief. Um, Meditation, workouts, yoga, um, the figure fit workouts. These are great because you can pour your anger, your frustration into lifting some heavy weights and transforming your body. That's exactly what I did. And um, now, if you like red wine and you like to have I do. I like red wine. It's one of those things that I probably will have for the rest of my life, especially really good wines. Now, I told my my family, friends, like I was like, I'm just not drinking. I don't want to. Um, I I witnessed. Uh, I recognized that I when I was going through a really tough time in my life, I was like, it was all too easy to want to turn to it, and I needed. I knew that I needed to choose. It's a choice, you guys, really, truly, at the end of the day, um, whenever you're stressed, it's a choice what you're going to turn to. And I was like, okay, I have to set rules around this kind of stuff because I I do like red wine. I really like a good Malbec or I like um, a good Cabernet. So if I'm going to have it, it's got to be Um, almost kind of like rationed out. It's not something that I will have on a daily basis. It's not even something I'm going to have on a weekly basis. Why? Because it totally affects the body. It affects the liver. And what a lot of people don't know is that the liver has to get rid of the alcohol before it's going to start getting rid of any dietary fat that you eat. So if you're like a fat burner like I am, your body is going to stop the fat burning process, stop getting rid of the fat, and it's going to completely focus on trying to get rid of that alcohol. And if you are drinking every day and you're having burgers every day and you're having nuts and fats and whether it be bacon and burgers and um, mayo and canola oil and those kind of fats, or you're having avocados and nuts and seeds and MCT oil and good fats, the bottom line is your body is still going to have to get rid of the alcohol first. Okay. It's going to affect you regardless. So the liver is what is the primary mover here. It's the one that is getting rid of and and fighting the alcohol that's in the body and getting it out of the bloodstream. So the alcohol is doing its work. I mean, that the liver is doing its work to get rid of that alcohol. Now, back in 2008, when we had that global financial crisis, there were a ton of people um, which were also affected and dying from cirrhosis. Researchers believe that the financial worries and the unemployment may have been a significant contributor to um, causing more people to drink heavily and turn to this for comfort. Um, You know, this is a, a point in my journey when I really, when I graduated college was 2000. I was working in the corporate world. I saw people going to happy hour. I chose to go to the gym. So I formed this habit of working out early on. Happy hour was never a thing for me. It was for, you know, I saw people doing it all the time. I saw actually the overweight people in my office doing it all of the time. And I was just so thankful that I I saw that so early on. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no way. That is not for me. Um, I am not going to, I promised myself at 15 years old that I will not allow myself to get overweight. Um, That I will diligently and for the rest of my life focus on being healthy and fit. Because it's up to us. There's no... 
you know, when you start putting, giving your power away to life and stress and work and family and, oh, I had two kids, therefore that's why I'm fat. Or, oh, my work is really stressful and that's why I don't have time to work out. No, and these are all choices because we make time for the things that are important to us and we make, we make the choices for the way that we want to live our life, period, end of story. Now, cirrhosis is, um, can be reversible, uh, I'm sorry, it is irreversible scarring of your liver. And it can also be caused by obesity and um, non-alcohol fatty liver disease and hepatitis can in turn lead to fatal liver failure or liver cancer, cancer as well. Men in particular are at a little bit higher risk than women because they're five times more likely to develop non-alcohol fatty liver disease than women are. Lifestyle factors such as diet, exercise, smoking, alcohol consumption, the weight um, that you are or that somebody is plays an important role in making this worse or your chances of developing it um, developing liver disease, um, any, any of these factors, diet, exercise, smoking, alcohol consumption, they're all going to either exasperate or cause cirrhosis or non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, non-alcohol fatty liver disease. People at an increased risk also include people who have autoimmune disorders, chronic liver inflammation, and those whose livers have been damaged due to bouts of hepatitis B or C. The good news is is that alcohol-related liver cirrhosis can be reversed if it's caught early enough and provided the person quits drinking. So if you have been in your life um, an avid drinker or even you have binge drank with friends or, or even you did this in college, maybe you grew up in a time when, or let's just, you did it, you did it, okay? So now what you have to do is you have to really, really, really focus on your lifestyle. Um, you have to focus on exercising, walking, stress management, doing yoga, doing meditation, um, eating. I'm going to get into some of the things that you can eat or drink here in a minute, um, but really taking care of yourself and eliminating alcohol completely altogether. I know a lot of people who have never drank. I love that. And I know some people who are like, okay, I don't want to give up red wine or I don't want to give up champagne or I don't want to give up beer. Okay. Well, maybe you just need to, not maybe, you need to just set, I can have this one time a year and I absolutely will not binge. Or maybe I'll have it every quarter and I will have like a drink and I will make it special, but I will not binge, I will not go overboard, and I will not get drunk. Okay, so these are things that you have to set yourself up to win, you have to protect yourself, you have to protect your liver, and you really need to plan this kind of stuff out. You need to know, you just need to know the science, you need to plan this stuff out. Okay, so now let me talk about sugar for a minute. Sugar, sugar is a big cause of non-alcohol fatty liver disease. And while alcohol-related cirrhosis is driving up mortality rates, uh, rising non-alcohol fatty liver disease is contributing to the overall burden of liver-related diseases. Now, when non-alcohol fatty liver disease occurs in the absence of alcohol consumption, it is driven by excess sugar, 
which is why this is this condition is actually being found in children. One of the things that a lot of people don't know who have never studied nutrition science or never studied any sort of nutrition is that the they give their children juice. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's the worst thing you can give your kids. A, you're forming an addiction. Okay, first, let me back up. A, it's awful for them. It's It can only be processed by the liver. B, you're forming an addiction to sweets. C, you're programming their taste buds. And so if you only were to give them water f- from the start and really good things for them, their taste buds would get t- trained to those things rather than that high sweet uh, fruit juice that you're giving them that is absolutely detrimental to their health. Um, now, non-alcohol fatty liver disease does not have any symptoms, although a lot of the people who have it might have serious fatigue, they're going to be overweight, they may even have jaundice or swelling in the legs, they may have mental confusion. Now, if it's left untreated, it can cause the liver to swell, which is actually called NASH, non-alcoholic steptohepatitis, and it can lead to liver cancer or even liver failure. As with alcohol-related cirrhosis, NAFLD, non-alcohol fatty liver disease, can be reversed in its early stages by eating right and exercising. Most importantly, you need to eliminate processed fructose and other added sugars from your diet. Fructose actually affects your liver in ways that are very similar to alcohol, unlike glucose, which can be used by virtually every cell in your body for fuel. Fructose can only be metabolized by your liver as your liver is the only organ that has the transporter for it. Now, since all fructose gets shuttled to your liver, if you consume high amounts of it, fructose ends up taxing and damaging the liver in the same way that alcohol and other toxins do as well. And the way that your liver metabolizes fructose is also very similar to that of the way that it metabolizes alcohol, as both serve as substrates for converting carbohydrates into fat, which promotes what we never would want, insulin resistance, and dyslipidemia. And this is abnormal fat levels in the bloodstream and fatty liver disease. Okay, so we've all heard that sugar is the illegal cocaine, right? Now, I'm going to add to it that so is alcohol. Alcohol is like the legal cocaine, but you just got to be 21 to buy this one. It's just insane. There should be Ah, I hate to get into this because people are going to like chastise me for regulations on this. But you know what, really, I mean, anything that distorts your your mindset, whether it be alcohol or even um, anything, anything is a distortion of your norm. So uh, I won't get into that subject right now. There's plenty of advocates out there for um, you know, things that are like mind enhancing drugs. And that's a whole nother subject. Um, alcohol, anything that is really truly destroying the body, the body cells, is obviously something that we got to get rid of and, um, you know, minimize. Nonetheless, if, if you're not going to get rid of it, then just absolutely 
minimize it. You know, I once heard one of the uh, the authors who wrote the book, what, which it starts with food, said, "You just pick your poison. You know, you're picking it. So when you're when you know that gluten is bad for you and it's going to cause you to be on the toilet for the next day and a half, but you really, really, really want to eat that pizza. Well, guess what? You're gonna pick your poison, and that's the truth for everything. Now, um, I'm just an advocate for." healthy living, and a healthy lifestyle. That's what the Figure Fit program is all about, is really helping you to transform your lifestyle habits and give you the tools to succeed. Um, One of the biggest programs that my tribe loves is the Breaking Bad Habits and Addictions e-course that I have because that one, which I ha- I don't have it up right now because I'm redoing parts of it, is so huge on helping people just slowly make big changes, okay? Like taking something that's going on in their life and completely stopping it, but setting themselves up to win so that they don't fall off the wagon and fall short and sabotage themselves. And it's one of the best programs that I have. And once it goes back up, if you're on my newsletter list, you're going to get an alert because it's coming out soon. I'm going to be launching it here again shortly. And I know that I've had people who have addictions to um, binge eating, procrastination, sex addictions. Um, What are some of the other ones? Alcohol, uh, like biting nails, you know, just even OCD. So yeah, if that's you, you got to do that program when it comes out. Now, let me talk about... Some of the ways that you can help your liver. Now, there are people out there who are like, your liver doesn't need any help. It's just, That's its job is to de- detoxify. And it's the truth. That's your liver's job is to detoxify. But there are things out there that can support your liver and your kidney um, and your, your gallbladder, all of these parts of your body that are getting rid of toxins. One of those things that actually has been proven to help your liver is milk thistle. Now, this is an herb that has been used for thousands of years. Um, I studied this when I was in my yoga teacher training um, and when we studied Ayurveda, and it supports the liver, it supports the kidney, it supports the gallbladder. And now in modern times, milk thistle has been used to treat alcoholic liver disease, acute and chronic viral hepatitis and toxin-induced liver diseases. The active ingredient, which is a flavonoid in milk thistle, is called silymarin. This is thought to be responsible for the beneficial effects attributed to milk thistle, which include liver protection, antioxidant, it's antiviral, anti-inflammatory, and in your liver, silymarin works as an antifibrotic, thereby preventing tissue scarring. And it blocks toxins by inhibiting the binding of those toxins to the liver cell membrane receptors. Silymarin also protects your liver and promotes healthy liver function by suppressing cellular inflammation, reducing liver injury caused by drugs, environmental toxins, including acetaminophen, chemotherapy, and psychotropic drugs, and alcohol. Silymarin also protects your liver 
by inhibiting the mammalian target of rapamycin, which you might have heard mTOR, M capital T-O-R, which is a pathway that when overactivated increases your risk of cancer. Now, I'm going to get into something here in a moment that can help this as well. Also, I'm going to just keep messing that one up. Silymarin, activating AMPK, which is called AMP is activated protein kinase, an enzyme inside your cells, AMPK, this is all capital, this is the acronym, AMPK is sometimes referred to as a metabolic master switch as it plays an important role in regulating your metabolism and your energy homeostasis. AMPK, I'm going to break that down again, activated protein kinase produces many of the same benefits as you would get from exercise and weight loss, both of which benefit your liver health. Another thing that happens with um, silymarin is it increases the glutathione, which is a powerful antioxidant that plays a role in the detoxification of heavy metals and other harmful substances in the body. Okay, a couple of things that we can do to help the liver outside of the milk thistle are um, NAC, folate, and coffee. So let me break these down. So NAC is a supplement that you can take, and it is called N-acetylcysteine. Um, I'm trying to like remember my medical terminologies. I think I'm saying these right, but you know what? Chances are I might be saying some of these wrong. N dash, I know that this is right, acetyl L cysteine, which is a precursor needed for glutathione biosynthesis. In fact, research suggests that NAC may be a better alternative for supporting your liver health for those with hepatitis C and any other chronic liver disease than the antioxidant resveratrol. And I'm sure that you've heard of that uh, antioxidant. Alcohol and acetaminophen are two common compounds metabolized through the liver that are associated with liver damage. And do you guys know where acetaminophen comes from? I'll give you one guess. It is a fever reducer. You guys, it is the ever old famous Tylenol. So alcohol and acetaminophen are two compounds that are metabolized in your liver that are associated with liver damage. Now, NAC, the supplement NAC, has been effective in minimizing the damage associated with liver um, alcohol consumption and also when taken prior to drinking alcohol. So let's say that quarterly beer excursion that you're going to take, well, having NAC beforehand might be a good idea for you. NAC is also used as an antidote for acetaminophen toxicity, which causes liver damage by depleting glutathione. Okay, the last, second to the last, I'm going to talk about two more things that you can do for um, your liver. Um, This next one is folate. Now, increasing your intake of folate can also help protect your liver function. There was a study done 
involving 83 patients with NASH. And what they found is that the levels of folate and vitamin B12 were inversely related to the development of fibrosis or the formation of scar tissue. Past research has identified an association between low levels of vitamins and chronic liver disease, but this is the first study to find an association between folate and vitamin B12 levels to NASH severity. Your body stores approximately 10 to 30 milligrams of folate at any given time, and nearly 50% of that folate is in your liver. And so for me, I'm always going, okay, what can I eat that's going to give me these vitamins? For B9, who knew B9 was folate? Did you know that? I didn't know that. So, okay, here we go. Green leafy vegetables such as spinach are abundant sources of folate, as are broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, and even avocados. Broccoli is probably your ideal uh, match for your highest amounts of folate in a food, and it is confirmed that it also helps protect against NAFLD, which is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Now, we all know that we need to be eating our broccoli, and our Brussels sprouts, and our avocados, and anything that is natural to the earth, right? Yes, we know this. So we want to avoid folic acid supplements because those are readily absorbed, but this is a synthetic form and it is not converted in the intestines like folate from food. Instead, it's converted in your liver, which means that folic acid can reach saturation quicker, which also may result in overexposure if you're taking supplements, all right? So food is always the best form of vitamins and minerals. If you can avoid taking supplements to get those things, that's great. Now also, you know, just always doing your research, here's a couple things to look for in supplements. Do they cross the blood-brain barrier? Um, how readily is it broken down in your intestines? If it doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier, there's no reason to buy it. For example, I've talked about this before on the podcast, the supplement GABA, gamma-aminobutric acid, is a neurotransmitter that calms your central nervous system. And it is sold over the shelves, and it's a stress supplement. You guys, it's not going to do you any good. It is a waste of money because it does not cross the blood-brain barrier. Neurotransmitters have to be released from your brain. The number one supplement for GABA releasing in your body is yoga. Yoga. (laughs) Deep breathing and yoga is the number one release of GABA in your body. So All right, a little bit more. The next and last thing I want to talk to you about for liver health today is actually all of you coffee lovers, you're going to love this one, is coffee. Coffee appears to have a protective agent in it that can protect you against HCC, which is a serious form of liver cancer and the second most prevalent cause of death from cancer in the world. Now, drinking a single cup of coffee every day cuts your risk of HCC by one-fifth. If you drink more than one cup a day, your risk for liver cancer is even lower. Two two cups a day 
cuts the risk by 35%, and five cups a day cut it in half. Now, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that you just go hook yourself up to a coffee maker, and that's your IV for the day, because we all know that too much coffee is not good for you either. That'll dehydrate you. That's gonna, If you're already stressed out, it's going to tax your adrenals. But you guys, one cup of coffee every day is really good for you. There's been so much research done on coffee and um, two a day is okay too. You just have to make sure that you are drinking plenty of water. And I would recommend that you are drinking at least, you guys, this is at least your half of your body weight in water every day. At most, your body weight. For those of you who are serious about losing weight, you're really serious about being healthy, having great healthy skin, I'm serious about this. You need to have at least one ounce per pound of body weight that you are. And for the first three to four days, you're going to be going to the bathroom all the time, but your body is going to get used to it. So water is the probably the last thing that I'm going to talk about here is that you really need to be making sure that you're getting your water intake. A lot of the times you're you're not hungry, you're actually thirsty. Okay, so one last thing on coffee. To optimize your health benefits of coffee, make sure that you're drinking organic coffee because it's going to be tested for mold. And you guys, mold is so bad and this is causing a lot of the problems in um in humans mold it's just absolutely detrimental make sure you drink it black or 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 you can have what i have made as the figure fit coffee which is a spin off of the bulletproof coffee and the bulletproof coffee has mct oil in it and butter in it and you make your coffee and then you blend the butter and the mct oil and it gives you this frothy amazing drink and for what I did with the figure fit tribe is we add in a few little miscellaneous things such as cacao powder and sometimes cinnamon it just depends on the time of day that you're having that and um, if you're fasting or not that the, those little extra additives are going to matter um, whether it be full-blown bulletproof coffee or the figure fit version of the Bulletproof Coffee or whether you're going black coffee. Now, I have created a nutrition and fat loss mastery e-course that teaches you nutrition science, macros, when to have what, how to fast, when to add in the fats, when to not have the fats, um, when you can have the, the glucose um, in your diet, not fructose, because we never want fructose. And so if you're curious and you need more information about mastering your own body's nutrition, your own body's macronutrients, your own body's fat loss, maximizing your fat loss capabilities, you don't want to miss out on that e-course, you guys. You can get that now, and that's at my website, figurefitlife.com. Just click on the e-courses tab, and you'll see that. You'll see the Look Good Naked e-course, and you'll see the Nutrition and Fat Loss Mastery e-course. I want you to know that the Look Good Naked e-course is a full-blown program. That, it, that gives you like every single thing that I know to do to make you look good naked. The Nutrition and Fat Loss Mastery e-course is just the nutrition part. And that is actually a subset of the Look Good Naked program. 
And you can do either course. It really just depends on how much you want to dive into the science of this stuff from exercise science, um, nutrition science, mental uh, neuroscience of the brain from meditation and how that affects you. And all of this goes together in those courses. Now, um, you only have to get these courses once and you have them for life and you have the knowledge for life. Now, it's kind of like learning something new. In the beginning, it's a ton of information and you really have to like go back to it a couple of times. Even you may you, you may feel that first time through, you got it and you took so many notes. Well, you're going to forget some of it. And in a year from now, when you're like, oh, I want to get shredded, it's summertime. And you're like, how do I do that again? You can go back to the e-course and go to like the extreme fat loss protocol or just go watch the videos again and go back to your notes again and and just kind of spot pick the area that you want to dive back into and you're going to be part of a group that has purchased the course. We have our own private group page where I answer all your questions. So if you are curious about this, I highly recommend that you get that program. It, like I said before, it's a one-time thing. You buy it once, you have it for life, and your your height is never going to change. Your goal weight is never going to change. The amount of fat you have to lose between getting from where you are to your goal weight, that's the variable. But your height and your goal weight are going to be that for your life. So it's just a matter of getting you from where you are now to your goal weight, your body's recommended goal weight. And you can get that right now at figurefitlife.com. Just click on the e-courses tab. So you guys, that's all I have for today. I hope and pray that this serves you greatly. Now, if there's anyone out there that you know needs to hear this, please do me a favor because you guys, I rely on you to share this information with other people. It's the only way that this community is going to grow and for us to, for me to be able to bring on amazing guests here in the future, I really like to give you the science, but I'd like to have some really amazing um, researchers on this show. And the only way to do that is by your amazing ratings and review and you helping to build this community. Um, really, the podcast is free, and I like doing this as part of my service to the world is just really sharing this because this is one of the things I love learning. And so I love sharing what I learned with you because I know that it can help you, especially if you like having those cocktails. This is important and we want you to be healthy and happy and safe for a very long life. So this is here for you. So do me a favor today. Think of one friend right now who you can share this with. And once you end this podcast today, just go ahead and click share, maybe text it to them. Text them the link. It's right there by clicking in the details in your phone. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for being here. I love you all so, so much. And if you are not yet in our private group page on Facebook, just look for the Figure Fit podcast and just click join. Join the group and we can talk there as well. All right. So much love to you. Have a great day. Ciao.